We all have paradigms and roadblocks that prevent us from excelling, and they can be real or imagined. Welcome to Beyond Bricks, a podcast that will give you the ability to break through those walls. Here's Dr. Nathan Unruh. Hello, everyone. I'm excited to be here for this conversation. I'm with a gentleman who I've been able to watch for many, many years and done a lot of business with myself and in my businesses. And he's got an amazing story, a ton of wisdom for us today. So I'm just going to dive right in, Larry. This is Larry Canfield with Canfield Business Interiors. Tell us how you got started. Tell us your story. Well, I started out in a family business and we were uh, ditch diggers. And my dad was certainly my mentor, and, and uh, um, I got home from the military and thought that was going to be what we were going to do and, and the path we were going to follow. And uh, I was home less than a year, and I joined the Empty Chair Club. And I've been part of the Empty Chair Club for 50 years now. And um, so that, uh, just to explain what that is, is that when we uh, sit down to have the family meal, that chair is empty. And um, so um, I started looking around. And um, uh, my first uh, experience in business was uh, um, I bought a liquor store and I had a partner and we bought another liquor store and, and uh uh, we both decided after four or five years that um, we had uh, had our fill of that, and he went into another business, and I got involved in office furniture. And so we had a relationship. We've had a relationship for 45 years or so with a company called Hayworth, mm-hmm. and we do uh, commercial interiors, and um, that's been quite a journey because we mm-hmm. I've seen... Um, a number of eras of, of workspaces, um, all the way from starting out with, you know, Cuban North America, so to speak, and then um, moving through the different eras that we're in, the era that we're in now is, um, you know, more of a collaborative work kind of environment. So um, that's, that's kind of how I got to where we're at here. Um, we've enjoyed some great success over the years because uh, back in the day, we were growing that business 20, 30% year over year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little tougher now, but um, that's basically how I got here. It was a family business. Mm-hmm. And when my dad passed away, um, there was some things that um, were put in motion that I think, well, I don't think, I know, um, set the course for me. Mm-hmm. Because the, the those assets were gone, mm-hmm. and we were now left on the street corner mm-hmm. um, to start out um, from square one, mm-hmm. and that just resonated with me. Mm-hmm. And so it's been about trying to build an organization um, and and build some some not just financial wealth, but wealth with our values and and what we believe in. And um, that's, that's what we've been trying to do mm-hmm. for the last 45 years. So what I want you to hear there, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I love about stories of great leaders. You don't all of a sudden wake up and boom, there it is. I mean, listen to Larry's story. Ditch digger, the military, liquor stores, and furniture. 
I'll bet you never thought that was going to be your path. <laughs> but, but here you are today on your 46th year of business. So you said a couple of things as you talked about your story, and I know how important it is. Even as we sit here in your space today, we have this sign behind us that says, start with why. You're a very vision-oriented human being, really wrapped around your mission and your values. Speak to that just for a moment, because it's a lot more than just selling furniture. Yeah. Um, well, I think, you know, the you don't get there, like you said, you don't get there overnight. Mm -hmm. This is an evolution, and you aren't born into into that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's a lot of the people that you have been able to mentor with and associate yourself with. It's a lot of what you read and, and mm -hmm. study. I always say, uh, do you know when your life's mission's over? It's on the refrigerator door. They're throwing dirt in your face. So are you a, you know, are you a lifelong learner? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the job of the visionary, and that's the role I'm moving into now as the founder, is, is that um, to, to see where we can go, Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you don't act on those things, mm -hmm. nothing's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So that there's just a, that's really critical mm -hmm. for for us and, and my role mm -hmm. to help set that vision, give people hope as to where we're going. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we we make space better. Mm -hmm. That's our vision. And um, what we what um, that's an infinite goal. Mm -hmm. That's not just something that's finite. Right. And, and the way we do it, and the reason why you might say, well, why is that such a, you know, a vision? Why mm -hmm. is that infinite? Um, you know, when you do that in our business, you, by doing good design, you enrich people's lives. Mm -hmm. You're lifting people up. Mm -hmm. And you also create, you know, experiences and spaces where people that inspires people. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's important, mm -hmm. especially for businesses. If they're trying to retain and attract, you know, employees, mm -hmm. um, that's a key component. And at the end of the day, you know, it's about helping that company or that organization mm -hmm. with their performance. If we can do those things, mm -hmm. we, we lift up that company. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, so it's, um, it's about, um, you know, uh, being humble when you're trying to lead. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's not easy sometimes. I, yeah. you know, I love to pat myself on the back. <laughs> yeah. You said something there that I, I don't want the listeners to miss. You know, where there is vision, where there, where there isn't vision, the people will perish. So we have to craft where we're going. And when I hear making space better, what a big deal that is. Because if we spend 40,000 hours a, in a lifetime at work, right, or 40% of our lives at work, that's 155,000 hours in a lifetime, we better go to a space that creates creativity, improved efficiency in production, makes me strong with my team, a collaborative space. It's a big vision. Yeah, it's you, a big deal. If you look at, I mean, think about going to church. Yeah. When you go into a church, what do you see? You see beauty. You see mm -hmm. things that inspire you, lift you up. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you haven't been into the cathedral, walk in there and, and mm -hmm. look around. Mm -hmm. uh, 
you can't help but be inspired by the story mm -hmm. of, of the Bible and what's mm -hmm. going on there. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it is. Awesome. Larry, I mean, after 45 years on your 46th year, you've seen a lot of leaders. You've read about a lot of leaders. You've had to lead a lot of people. So after this many years in your experience, you got some bumps and bruises and scars to prove it. What would you say are some of the key attributes of a great leader? One of the, my mentors that I believe is a really great leader is Dr. Tom Lorraine. Mm. And he is extremely humble. Um, and he has been hungry to lift up salvation mm -hmm. uh, in his job as superintendent and and principal with the Catholic school system. Mm -hmm. um, imagine the lives that that person has touched. Yeah. He is just um, an amazing person. Um, mm -hmm. So um, that, that's, that, that's a, uh, an attribute that I, I look mm -hmm. at. So um, let's stay there for a minute. Okay. okay. Humility. I can't agree with you more. What is humility? What's it, what's it to you? What does it look like? Well, I, I think humility, you know, the, the, one of the things in the military is, is leaders eat last. Yeah. And they, they're servants. Mm -hmm. And so um, my, my one word uh, a year ago was service. My one word today is support. Mm -hmm. And so it's all about um, lifting up our people. Our people are created in the image of God. Mm -hmm. And so they all, if we... There's dignity with the work they do. Mm -hmm. They've been given talents and treasures, and we need to honor that and try to help make their lives better mm -hmm. and lift them up. So I love lifting up people and mm -hmm. seeing them grow, mm -hmm. watching their personal growth. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we, uh, we use the a phrase around here. We talk about, you know, businesses don't get better. Mm -hmm. until the people get better. Mm -hmm. And so we really are working hard. And I see that when I see a, a, lead, a good leader, mm -hmm. like uh, Dr. Lorraine, um, another one was Sister Catherine Easley, who was, she was my first experience of being on a, a board. Mm -hmm. at a, and it was at a Catholic school. And it was like, um, she was amazing. Mm -hmm. she, she was an amazing leader. Mm -hmm. um, so when, when we have that mindset, mm -hmm. um, w w because those people in our organizations, mm -hmm. they're going to create the experience for our clients. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where mm -hmm. the business will get better then. So here's what I'm hearing, Larry. Humility is really about service, support, lifting people up, being a lifetime learner, investing in your people, yep. actively listening, guiding. That's humility. Yep. The opposite of that would be making it all about you me. or making it all about me. And no matter what happens, we run people over. Yeah, and, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I had that figured out. I, I went a long time about the business was the, the deal the driven. I I'm a, was a hardcore entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I got up early, I went to bed late, I did whatever I had to do. Um, but we weren't developing people like we should. We weren't developing a system. And so it was a huge mind shift for me. Mm -hmm. And it's been, you know, th this, I can reflect back, you know, this is probably a 
look in the mirror 10 years ago is kind of when I started to figure some of these things out. So like I say, I've been doing it for 45 years, but it only took it you takes, 35 years it takes to get it right <laughs> <laughs> or to try to get it right. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, I want you to really hear and I think that's brilliantly said, Larry, is really business is about people. Yep. The people that are serving the people that we want to serve. And we need to look at ways to support and service and lift them up and make sure we're creating learning opportunities to grow them as human beings. Right. So what's another attribute? Well, I th- uh, the, the, the other attribute that I think is you, you have to be hungry. You have to be um, driven uh, to, to want to get better um, in lots of ways in your life, not just financially, but you know, that's an important attribute um, of, of a good leader. Um, uh, the other attribute that I see is um, leaders that can read um, the, uh, the emotional, the, the EQ, I think you call it, or whatever, mm-hmm. the, the temperament of mm-hmm. the person they're dealing with mm-hmm. and understand where they're coming from and kind of get over in their, in their, in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's a skill that takes some, mm-hmm. some training and, and some development. But um, those three things are huge, I think, yeah. to be a good leader. Mm-hmm. So let's pull a couple of them apart. So you heard two more there with Larry of hungry and really the human psychology of right. emotional intelligence. Right. So hungry, some people will describe it as hustle. Some people will describe it as grit. You and I, have we've talked, you know, greatness always takes place in the shadows, right? It's usually before 8 o'clock and after 5 where a lot of stuff happens, right? So talk about hungry. What does, a, what does hungry look like to you? Um, so I, I in, in those first 30-some years, mm-hmm. um, probably 80% of the business was driven by me. Mm-hmm. And that, was, that is not a good model. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've been successful. But um, that, that is, um, I probably left some things and people and situations kind of along the trail, so to speak, mm-hmm. that um, I wish I, I could do over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you just, you have to have a desire every day to get mm-hmm. up and, and go make the calls or, mm-hmm. or do the designs or do the paperwork. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what the position is. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, uh, the sign behind says, you know, what's your why? So what do you love? Mm-hmm. Like that is like the biggest question that I want to know when they walk in the door or we're having a meeting. I'll just say, so what's getting you out of bed in the morning? Mm-hmm. You do, do you like what you do? And then, you know, you can you can see it real easy because they they understand their passion and their purpose, and they'll say, you know, I just love doing this. Mm-hmm. So hungry for you as you've navigated forty five years of business is you've had to get hungry on understanding what people's why is, hungry on how to develop them. So your hunger went away from just you knocking down the deals to how do we accomplish this vision yep. of making space better. Yep. Okay, so then let's roll into emotional intelligence, which is really three components. Number one, self-awareness. Are we aware of our own behavior? Are we aware of our own needs and wants? Are we then, can we recognize others? 
exactly like you just described of how, what, what did they want, right? So recognition of others, and then how do we communicate in such a way that we become what we like to call it an ambivert. So we don't just see the world through our own eyes, we're able to see it through somebody else's eyes and show empathy and help guide them. Right. That's really emotional quotient, high level. Speak to that from a self-awareness, because I mean, as I'm listening, it took you 35 years to say, you know what? I need to change the way I'm operating. Even though you had a lot of a success, even after 35 years, you are never stop learning and never stop changing. True. Um, the um, what as as I went through that whole first segment that we talked about the 30 plus years, what we're doing today, I'm probably in my fourth iteration of it. In other words, I created it, a system, and then I went down to the swamp to start draining the swamp, so to speak, and the alligators start nipped at my heels, and we didn't have any sort of way to keep that system going. Mm. Um, so that's happened at least three times. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of, so to speak, bones in the organization, mm -hmm. but... Um, what happened to us in the last three years is we got involved with this company called Five Four, and we started to realize, and I st I could see it almost like right away, that there's a huge training component in there, and so when and that training component is about helping people with personal growth, mm -hmm. and then it's there and it's repeatable mm -hmm. and it's in the can so to speak, mm -hmm. and when when that happens. You can, I mean, you, we transformed mm -hmm. in, a, in a really short period of time. In probably about 12 months, you could see this company going in 180 degrees the other way mm -hmm. because we focused on the individual. Mm -hmm. We gave them the tools mm -hmm. and we worked really hard to listen to them and lift them up. I love it. And I'll, I'll pay you later for the plug on 5-4. <laughs> so another attribute I just heard in all that, though, and I don't want us to miss it, is change. We have to focus on change. If we only focus on results, we'll never change. If we focus on change, we get the results. And that's what you've been doing and will continue to do. Absolutely. So give us, so you, you gave us a couple people there. What's another person in your life, either somebody that's helped mentor you, somebody, either a leader that you don't even know that you've read about, who's somebody else that you that's like, man, that's a, that's a great leader. Oh, um, I, we have a, a financial person that, that's in our advisory group. Kurt Weitzel is his name. And he's an amazing guy in that he really can unpack and ask the right questions. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say, do it this way. Mm -hmm. He says, well, what about this? Or did mm -hmm. you think about that? Mm -hmm. And so when I see somebody that has that skill, Mm -hmm. he, he goes right to the top of the list of that. Mm -hmm. He's just extremely skillful mm -hmm. at, and, and helping lift up our, our organization. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of business associates. Um, I, I really don't want to start naming them, that yeah. kind of thing. But they're the community leaders. Mm -hmm. This town has been blessed. And that's why I, I watched over the years. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the Sioux Falls has been blessed with these servant type mm -hmm. leaders. Mm -hmm. And and 
the they they could be a competitor of yours, mm -hmm. and and that's I, I've you know I go back to, I you know, I go back a long ways. So some of these names wouldn't even mean anything to anybody. But when I started mm -hmm. out, there was companies and guys mm -hmm. um, that um, really made the community what it is, and they mm -hmm. just kept lifting the community up. Yeah. So another attribute you're talking about right there, and I think we miss this. I know I've missed it. Being observant. There's people right underneath our nose mm -hmm. that are amazing leaders. We can learn something from so many people, anybody that helps develop us as leaders. One last thing I would I'd say that I, that I did, I love to play golf. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things I would do is if I could get uh, around a golf mm -hmm. with one of those people, mm -hmm. I'd get four hours with them. Yeah. And I'd, again, I'd ask them 20 questions, mm -hmm. you know, how, how did they do it? What did they do? What did they run into it? I, it was it was amazing. I didn't go for the golf. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, that was the secondary yeah. deal. But mm -hmm. that was that was one of the way I, ways I got to spend time with these guys yeah. and gals. You know, now that you say that too, not only did you lose money on the golf course, you never <laughs> lost a dime. You were just, <laughs> just investing was. to get some wisdom, <laughs> and they felt good about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so talk about routine. You know, we read a lot about a lot of leaders. We observe a lot of leaders. And what I found is that great leaders have a routine. Talk to me about your routine over the years. Well, it's two routines. It's the routine we talked about the prior 30. Um, you know, I just got up early. I had a mindset. I get up early and I go to bed late. And, I, you know, um, I wasn't necessarily the smartest guy in my class, but I was going to outwork you. Mm -hmm. And that was my mindset. Yeah. So I just, I was the, in the grind, mm -hmm. like you talked about. Yeah. The grit, the grind, hustle, mm -hmm. get it, you know, go get, uh, find the next one, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, what, what the routine is now is, is a lot more fun mm -hmm. because um, I look at what my um, productivity list or to-do list is every day. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I should back up because the one thing I do is I get up in the morning and I give myself some quiet time. Mm -hmm. I read and I pray and I think about, you know, what I'm thankful for. Mm -hmm. um, the other day, my wife and I um, went through um, what we're grateful for. Mm -hmm. And um, we were driving the car and I, I got up. We, we got up to over 70. I'm, I'm 74, be 75 in January. So we were trying to get one for every every year <laughs> and so it's amazing when you think about that mm -hmm. I mean just, I mean and so mm -hmm. I keep that and I re look at it mm -hmm. and just reflect about mm -hmm. all those things that we're so grateful for mm -hmm. and then and then the other thing is what what's what's the goals and dreams that we're working on right now mm -hmm. that we're trying to mm -hmm. to initiatives get mm -hmm. across uh, the board mm -hmm. and so when we when when we hit the front step I know exactly where I'm going. I know mm -hmm. what I'm going to do mm -hmm. for the first three hours of the day. Mm -hmm. And uh, then, you know, we, we do a prep meeting here to talk mm -hmm. about how, how, how'd your morning go? What were your wins? That kind mm -hmm. of thing. And then we always end the day on a polish. Mm -hmm. So we say, um, you know, what did you learn today? Um, mm -hmm. what, what was a win? Mm -hmm. And that kind of thing. And sometimes it's personal, but, you know, mm -hmm. it's a lot of the times it's about the business too. But mm -hmm. that helps us um, bring the 
the organization together because we have mm -hmm. some remote workers as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. And we need to see those eyeballs and connect with mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just um, we're in a system. Mm -hmm. And if we just keep working that system, mm -hmm. have the discipline to stay on top of that, the days are way more fun. Mm -hmm. So what I want you to hear as Larry talks is that his morning routine is important. That time in prayer, that time in reading, the time of reflecting. I know for myself, I've had to learn this. Taking more time to think. Taking more time to be in a state of gratitude. Because the good Lord can't bless us with more unless we're already grateful for what we already have. And then really organizing the day. Taking the time in that quiet time. You know, the mistake I think so many people do is first thing we would do is wake up and check our email. And now we just run our lives That's by our email. Exactly. The, other, the other thing I hear as you talk about organizing your day and looking at your gratitude, looking at your goals and dreams, writing those things down. And then, you know, we hear a lot about this idea of balance. And oftentimes we hear it of these people that so-called arrived after they created great businesses and they said, need to live more balanced. Well, here's the reality. It's a fallacy. <laughs> I, I, I rarely see people that accomplish great things that haven't had to grind and enjoy the grind. Right. Now we can get smarter at that grind, just like you're getting smarter. I can get smarter. But I would, I would say, work hard. Find dignity in work. I love when you made that statement. Because balance is, is never going to happen. Your family might need you more sometimes. Your business might need you more. But how are you constantly reflecting on those areas of your life where you're getting better? That's what I hear you saying. Yeah, and the, the one of the things that, that um, I kind of learned when I hit that 30, 35-year deal is um, the, um, if you want to make God laugh, Tell him your plans. And, <laughs> Isn't that the truth? And, and so that, I mean, that I had that totally, yeah. I, I, I just didn't have that in line yeah. with, you know, um, it, there's a plan there. You just yeah. got to be patient yeah. um, and work mm -hmm. hard at, mm -hmm. at, uh, at that. And, and God, what is your plan? Yeah. Help me yeah, know I mean, in your plan. Exactly. Right? You know, yeah. pray like it depends on him. Work like it's it all like depends on you, you. Right? Exactly. Okay, yeah. so many people as they're listening to this, are saying, you know, I don't either consider myself a great leader or I want to be a great leader, but I don't know where to start. Where would you tell them to start? I've, I've been, like I said, I've been blessed to see these three or four eras go through. So mm -hmm. you have to understand change. That's, mm -hmm. that's one thing. It's, it's, you know, you just because you think you get it, we get it right today, you better be in a continuous improvement mm -hmm. mode. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's an absolute on it. Um, uh, the other thing is that, um, like I talked about that the company's not going to get better until the people get better. Mm -hmm. Um, the world we're living in today is all about experiences mm -hmm. and the, uh, and our team has to deliver that experience. Mm -hmm. So if you can get the team to deliver that, you know, world-class or, you know, you, you, the, the, we talk about it around here you, to, to deliver world-class, you just need to be a little bit above average mm -hmm. on what you're doing every yep. day and you're going to beat your competition or you're going to, mm -hmm. um, uh, do that. So, um, you know, uh, 
those are a couple things that I think of. I think those are two big things. Understand change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Understand, you know, what you have to do to get the people to the organization to deliver that experience. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as, as you listen to Larry there, and Larry, this is what I'm hearing in that statement. Change is really starts right here. Yep. So every single one of us is a leader. You don't need a title to be a leader. What we need to embrace is how do we change ourselves? How do we continuously learn? How do we continuously get better? How do we continuously provide service and support to others with the attribute of humility like you spoke of? The, the thing that we shifted to and that we talk about now or that we're working on is mm-hmm. uh, as we develop, it's not about developing people. Mm-hmm. It's about developing leaders mm-hmm. because they all, like you say, they all are leaders mm-hmm. in their own right. That's right. And so we want to give them all the tools that we can mm-hmm. so that they can embrace that change. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it does, you know, you that when I hit that 35-year mark, that yeah. it was the come to Jesus inside here that yeah. made the change. I love it. I had to make the change. I love it. Well, a ton of nuggets there, a ton of wisdom from Larry. Learn from his 45 years in your 46th year. And just I thank you for... Number one, being a, a great leader and inspiration to me. And as I watch you and what you've created, I've learned a lot. Any last words you want to leave with the listeners? Well, I, I, uh, I get asked a lot, you know, what, you know, um, I, I get put in the category of being a serial entrepreneur. So, you know, I've done my fair share of chasing those shiny things, so to speak. But um, the definition I use is, is of an entrepreneur is a person who organizes and manages any enterprise or business, usually with considerable initiative and considerable risk. Mm-hmm. The latter being the least understood. Mm. But you have to be able, be willing to take the risk and go out there and make something change and take action on it. Mm-hmm. I love but that. we grossly underestimate the risk if we, mm-hmm. if we understood that there's sometimes we probably wouldn't do what we do without risk there is no (laughs) No reward right awesome great stuff thank you so much larry you bet thank you you bet you can find more thoughts on how to move beyond bricks at drnathanunruh.com 